welcome to Midnight Vowels. Today I'm going to be talking about some of my favorite things from 2020 and also some things that I'm looking forward to in 2021. First off, I just want to acknowledge that 2020 was a very rough year and if you personally can't seem to find anything that comes to mind that was a positive for you or if you have nothing that is a favorite from this year, that's totally fine. Just making it through 2020 is an accomplishment itself, so be glad that you are here and continue to take it day by day. For me personally, 2020 was of course hard. It was different than any other year before, but comparatively, to other friends and individuals, I would say that I had it pretty easy and maybe it was an inconvenient year at most for me. And what I mean by that is that I was able to work from home for most of the year. So starting back in March, I was already working from home maybe once or twice a week or every other week due to my job. And so the transition to working from home for me was an easy option and it was already something that I was already doing. This made me very thankful for others who might not have the privilege of doing so and um, I really wished that there was hazard pay for people that had to work in grocery stores or other similar jobs right when the pandemic um, spread, first spread. Because we really didn't know what was going on at the time. It seemed like the plague. We were not sure how it spread. Was it airborne? Was it through droplets? And at the time, I mean, people were basically risking their lives. They still are to some extent in order to provide services. And so I just want to do a shout out to um, grocery store workers, um, obviously those in the healthcare field, and also delivery people. I think it was an important moment for a lot of us to open our eyes and recognize the importance of these roles um, that we sometimes overlook in our daily lives. So I'm going to lead this back to me being able to work from home. That is one of my favorite things from this year. And that is because of how much rest I get now compared to when I had to commute to work. So I take public transportation, or I used to take public transportation to work. Um, That's the preferred method for most people at my work facility, just because of the location. It's easier that way, and there's not really much parking, or slash it is expensive parking. For um, my location where I live, it takes me, I would say it takes about 40 minutes of actual travel time, but including um, like the transit, the in-between time between catching buses or the light rail, um, it takes about an hour in full. So that means in the morning, it takes about an hour to get to work. And then in the evening, it takes me about an hour to get home. That's two hours total out of my day. And then I also, you know, in the morning, I have to wake up early to make sure that I can get ready, eat breakfast, um, and then walk to the transit station. And beforehand, I didn't think it was that big of a deal just because when you're on public transportation, you're not really actively doing anything compared to when you're driving and you have to be 
alert and making sure that you know you're within um, the speed limit and everything and when I am on the bus I mean I can just listen to music I can watch videos on my phone I don't really have to be paying attention to anything so I thought it's not taking that much energy for me but now after I mean over half a year of working from home I realize what a big difference it is on my energy levels being able to wake up slowly at home not have to rush out of bed and make sure that I leave the house on time and being able to sleep just a little bit more in the morning um, really helps my overall day. The extra time of being outside and being cold, waiting for the bus, um, checking the arrival times, being a little bit stressed out about whether or not I'll have a place to sit on the bus and, you know, considering the weather and everything, I didn't realize how much energy that took out of me because beforehand, whenever I got home, I would eat dinner and then almost right after dinner, I would get so tired almost every day that I would basically like pass out after I eat dinner and get ready for bed, sometimes even before I get ready for bed. And then I would end up waking up in the middle of the night because I slept so weird, like because I slept right after dinner. And I honestly didn't think too much of it. I just thought that I had too much to do at work and that that was just my body's normal reaction, that there wasn't anything I could really do about it. But I found that after working from home for an extended period, that my sleep patterns are so much better and I'm not the same amount of tired that I was before. Even on days where I stay up late to do something not important like watching a movie or reading a book, I don't have the same energy uh, issues and I'm, I'm not as tired as I was before. Now that I'm able to have a little bit more consistency in terms of the amount of sleep I get and not having to expend that extra energy two hours a day with commuting. So that's a really positive thing that has come for me this year. I would also say that one of my favorite purchases that I've made recently due to having to sit all, all day basically is this butt cushion that I got. What is the brand? I'm sitting on it. It is the... My pants are in the way. Everlasting Comfort. Everlasting Comfort. Um, I don't think the brand really matters, but this is a memory foam seat cushion just because my, uh, my computer chair at home is really old. I don't even know how old this is, but there is no cushion left on the actual chair. It's really hard. I don't know why I just kept telling myself it wasn't worth it to buy a seat cushion, even though they're not super duper expensive but i finally went through with it and let me just tell you one of the best decisions i've made this year so if you are working from home or if you are on the computer a lot and you don't have the best chair it is worth it to buy one of these instead of getting like a an entirely new computer chair which is more expensive going on to the second of uh, my favorite things from this year is the amount of books that i've read so last year in 2019 for Black Friday, um, remember when we can go out for Black Friday? That was so long ago, right? So I had bought, um, actually I bought it online, an Amazon Fire tablet because I wanted to use it for upcoming trips. I wanted something cheap that I could use to put videos onto, movies onto for airplane rides and also have the option of reading ebooks as well. So the thing is, I haven't read a book for fun in 
many, many years in elementary school and throughout, you know, K through 12. I read so many books and going to the school library was a regular thing for me. But during college, it was so busy. And with the reading material from lectures and all the textbooks, I obviously didn't have time to read books for fun on the side. And then after graduating college, I don't know, I just, it was really hard to get back into it. So I would say I probably read less than five books from the time I graduated college up until this year. And some of those books were probably just ones I already owned and had had laying around in my room. Um, and I just grabbed it for convenience. So for the first half of this year, I actually did read a handful of books um, because there was the extra time and I was trying to incorporate more things, more activities into my routine. I would say it wasn't until September, around September, when the Oregon wildfires occurred. That was when my spurt of reading grew exponentially. I was so stressed during that time because of the unknown Um, not knowing whether or not we would need to evacuate. Um, I had like my go bag and everything prepared just in case the wildfires spread to my area of Oregon. And that's not even counting the smoke because the smoke and the air pollution was so bad it affected my body. I started to get migraines and I I got like these random twitches, these spasms that happened because of the elongated exposure to the smoke and it was just really hard for me to distract myself by watching videos or by um, watching something on Netflix or on TV because my mind would wander. It was really hard to ignore the pollution in the house, in the air, and for some reason it was a lot easier for me to take my mind off of things by reading. So beforehand, even when I wasn't reading things, I was still a bit of a book snob. I did not want to use electronic books because I felt like the experience wasn't there. You didn't get the smell of like older books. You couldn't flip the books and see what your progress was. Um, But because of factors from this year, from libraries being closed and not wanting to spend a fortune buying physical books. So I started to just borrow ebooks, electronic books, um, online from my local library through the Overdrive app. Libby is basically the same app too. Um, It's just for Amazon Fire. I think you can only access um, the online books through your library through Overdrive. But yeah, overall in 2020, I um, recorded my books on Goodreads and it looks like I read about 35 books. Almost all of those were within the last four or so months. So September, October, November, December. Yeah, the last four months um, have just been me reading pretty consistently. And this is actually one of my favorite things that I did this year because it reminded me of how much I love reading. And with movies and TV shows, for me, sometimes I feel like I reach a point where it's hard to figure out what is good to watch anymore. Like after you watch a certain number of series of shows, I feel like it's limited options of what is left to watch. Like you can only just wait for a new series to be created or a new season. But with books, I feel like there's always some option. Books have been around forever. And if you're into a certain genre, there's going to be a ton of books for you to 
pull from, and if you're open to different genres, then there's so much to explore. You're never going to run out of a list of books to be read. So my preferred genre of books are going to fall within the categories of sci-fi, fantasy, um, young adult slash new adult slash romance. And if you Google any book lists with those keywords, I have probably read at least one or most of the top uh, titles that pop up within the list for those. So yeah, I don't really have recommendations that I would give others for books just because I'm pretty open to different styles and I don't really have high expectations or standards um, that I compare books to. And if there's a book that I don't enjoy reading, I'll just stop reading it. I won't force myself to finish it just to see how it goes. So honestly, any book that I finish, I would probably recommend or would say is okay or good anyways because I made it through the entire book. I recently read An Ember in the Ashes by Saba Tahir. I think that's how you pronounce their name. And I um, that's the first book in what I believe is a four-part series. And that's one series that I'm looking forward to finishing in the next couple of months. In terms of media that I've enjoyed this year, I would say that I actually haven't watched that much. What does come to mind, though, are two shows that I watched at the beginning of this year on Netflix, which were Crash Landing on You and Eat in One Class. So I would say those two are two of the best shows that I watched. Um, if I were to recommend only one, I would say Crash Landing on You just because it was a little bit more unique in concept. And you can basically just Google it for details, but it's basically about a South Korean woman who somehow ends up over the North Korea, over in North Korea, she passes over the border um, accidentally and then she meets a North Korean soldier and they go through a bunch of things and he basically ends up falling in love with her and she falls in love with him. So it's definitely different from the standard romantic comedies that you see more of nowadays. In terms of music from this year, um, you can't deny that BTS is cranking out quality content even through a pandemic. So Map of the Soul 7 was great. Black Swan, the song, was superior. And then Telepathy is my favorite song off of the recent album. However, I would like to say that one of my favorite albums from this year is actually from a lesser known artist. Her name is Katie. So it's just the traditional spelling K-A-T-I-E in capital letters. And her album released in uh, early December. The album is called Our Time is Blue. It's in all English and it has a laid back, soulful kind of R&B vibe. So I would recommend checking that out if you have some time. It's good to just put on in the background if you're doing work. And I listen to it a lot on Spotify. Now to round this out and kind of quickly summarize what I'm looking forward to in 2021, it's hard to say because there's a lot of unknowns in the year ahead and the timelines for vaccinations for the pandemic and travel and whatnot are all kind of up in the air. So I would just say that for now, I am looking forward to continuing to stay connected with friends via video chat and messenger. I'm looking forward to continuing to find creative outlets for myself, such as this podcast. 
I'm looking forward to doing more reading. There's actually a third book in a trilogy I'm reading that I know for sure is coming out in April of 2021. So that's something that is on my to be read list already. And in mid-January, I believe, that's when the second season of A Discovery of Witches is going to air. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I actually read the Discovery of Witches trilogy, and in season two, the one that's going to air in January, that's the one where they travel back in time to Elizabethan London. So I follow the Instagram for the show, and the outfits look on point, so looking forward to it. And yeah, I know that was kind of all over the place, but I hope you got a glimpse into what some of my favorite things were in 2020. I hope there were some things that brought you joy in 2020, despite the mess of the year that it was. And if you have any recommendations for me on things that I should check out, feel free to let me know.